Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. WGR Sports Radio 550 presents Uh-oh. Sports Talk Saturday. Don't tell me. We're about to go over a huge waterfall. Yep. Sharp rocks at the bottom? Most likely. Bring it on. On WGR. Sports Radio 550. All right, good morning, everyone. Welcome to Sports Talk Saturday. It has been a while since I've been sitting in this seat on Sports Talk Saturday, and no better place to make my return to the weekend than at Batavia Downs with my man, Ryan Heisenauer. Ryan, what's up, brother? Nate. It's great to see you, my friend. Oh, thanks so much for coming out today. It's a little dreary out there, but you know what? There's lots of fun to be had out here in western New York. We are at the Legends and Stars Sports Expo here live at Batavia Downs. And listen, although it's a, not a great day for golf or you know some of your favorite fall outdoor activities, Maybe no greater day than to come inside, check out the amazing expo floor that you guys have put together here. I know you're on the floor, yes. which is different than usual. Usually you're walking around and doing 100 different things. Today, you're off, but not really. You've got yourself a table set up. Tell the folks what you got going on and, yeah. and kind of what else is on the floor today. And then, obviously, we'll get through to all the legends and stars that will be here. Yeah, it's a really great day, like you said, to be indoors. Uh, and uh, shout out to my buddy Chris, who's holding it down at our booth while I'm over here on Radio Row. <laughs> Radio Row. Radio maybe. Row. Up Right. Here, where the autograph uh, guests will be coming up here shortly. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm an apparel guy, right? There's a lot of card people here. There's a lot of uh, helmet, bat, ball, uh, frame jerseys, things like that. I'm, I'm trying to just sell, you know, kids' jerseys, uh, kids' sweatshirts, uh, men's and women's sweatshirts, jackets, coats, uh, all different teams, uh, Buffalo football included, but uh, even your other teams that are uh, NFL teams that are around. So I got a, a little something for every fan base. Uh, they've got that at my booth today, but uh, it's been great. You know, we had it kick off last night. There's a Friday, Saturday show this year, uh, and uh, we had a couple of the current Buffalo football players here last night, a couple of great former uh, Buffalo hockey greats. Pat LaFontaine was here last night. Gilbert Perot was here last night, and uh, it was just a good time, you know, having a lot of fun, but we're looking forward to today. Today's a long day, right? We're open all the way till 5 o'clock. Kids 12 and under are free to come out. If you are coming out and you pay $10 to get in, you're going to get $10 back in free play. So it's like coming for free. You don't really have to, you know pay it so to speak because you're going to hit that gaming floor i see the doors are open to the home stretch grill so you can pop in and get something to eat and then come back into the show uh my buddy and i are looking for uh josh allen rookies today we're looking for um cj stroud rookies mm. you know nate something really interesting that i noticed today and last night is so you know they used to never have college cards like it was always like yeah right yeah, your rookie card is your your, your first, first real stamp yeah, to yeah yeah so like oh I'm a rookie for the Bills and so like I have my Bills rookie card they got cards for dudes that haven't been drafted yet 
Like, they got cards for the QB from uh, North Carolina. They got the uh, cards for um, Caleb Williams. For I'm Caleb sure, Williams. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, all the kids from Colorado have yep. cards. So it's like, what is, what is a real rookie card now? Like, <laughs> yeah, how do you right. find that as a collector? So I guess, you know, your rookie card is still your first first card. Your first NFL card would be the, whatever card that is. So it's really, it's kind of crazy. You know, card collecting... And just all the refractors and the one of ones and the one of tens and this one's a purple burst or a pink burst. There's all kinds of different variations. So keeping up with it all, it can be a little bit intimidating. But you know what? The, the love of collecting and, and getting cards from your favorite players and teams, that still remains. And today you mentioned, you know, yesterday the lineup, but today as well, we're here till five o'clock. We've got Mike Richter closing things off today from three to four o'clock. And I know that's the one that's maybe most exciting for you. I'm going to be crying, Nate. I'm going to be <laughs> probably a blubbering mess. I'll be doing a lot of things today, including committing a jersey faux pas, which is I have a Rangers jersey with my own name on the back. I know I'm here, everyone booing. No. Uh, but that's okay across Western New York. But, you know, growing up as a Rangers fan uh, and, and a converted Sabres fan now. So, sure. you know, the, but the Sabres are the Rangers were my first love, and Mike Richter was my guy. So when I found out he was coming here, I thought to myself, oh, my gosh. I've got uh, ticket stubs from his retirement. I have all kinds of things uh, from his career that I'm getting signed here today, and I'm going to get to meet him and, and shake his hand. And it's just th – but we've talked about this many, many times. I think specifically when my friend Tony got to meet Michael Irvin here and another friend of mine um, got to meet Rudy when Rudy was here. Oh, of course. Yep. And, Last uh, year. Yeah. And – the the great thing about this event is you're getting access to these celebrities and these people, people who you watched growing up, people that you shared moments with your family, with your dad, with your mom watching, and you thought, gosh, when Pat LaFontaine scored that goal, when Gilbert Perot scored that goal, I was here, I was in the arena, I was at the odd, I was over here, you know, whatever it might be, and now you get to meet that person, and it's just it's just really great. A lot, of, a lot of smiles on faces is what it's all about today. And I'm going to be the one with the smile on the face today. It's my turn. So Yeah, well, listen, <laughs> I was walking in from the parking lot, and I, <clears throat> just, ooh, I saw a lot of Bruins jerseys. I was like, what? <laughs> Ray Bork Ray will Bork be here, here today. Yeah. That's right, 12 to 1. But I was like, ugh. You know, I don't know if that's, you know, anti, I maybe need an antacid or something. I had a little <laughs> indigestion. Uh, wanted to, wanted to to cough up my breakfast this morning seeing all those Bruins jerseys. There's but a lot, uh, a lot of Cowboys fans here as well today. Bob Lilly's on Bob stage. Lilly. Yeah, that's and right. Randy White's here as well. And then Anthony Miller's at 1130. So it's it's an early Cowboys day today. I see lots of stars here. Lots of stars. And then later on this afternoon, we uh, at 1 o'clock, we'll have Vlad Guerrero Sr. Yes. Who will be here. Who uh, Vladdy uh, was one of my, aesthetically, one of my favorite baseball players growing up. No gloves. Oh, yeah. You know, the, the stance, the, all the pine tar. Uh, just a very, and, and, and an Expos original. Yes. Um, yes. So, uh, Vlad Guerrero Sr. here. And then, obviously, we've got, you mentioned some Buffalo football players as well. We've got Cornelius Bennett here from 130 to 230. Shane Conlin, 230 to 330. Daryl Talley, 230 to 330 as well. So, a great lineup today for those that want to get here, get some stuff signed again it's ten dollars to enter but you get ten dollars in free play back so it's like coming in for free especially if you're already planning on hitting the floor before you head home after the event today so yeah, yeah. All, all in all again one of my favorite times of the year uh when uh, when my boss reached out to me you know a month or two ago and said nate hey batavia downs i know i know i know you're busy on saturdays <laughs> but batavia downs like Rudgeon to stars. All right, I'm there. Specifically requested Nate. I'm there. He's the best. I'm there. Uh, <laughs> I, you, you don't have to. You don't have to twist my arm to be here on a Saturday at Batavia Downs because it's a great place. Again, the the grill right over here has some great food. If you want to stop in uh, and you want to, you know, have lunch here and then head back to the floor, there's enough 
stuff on this floor, Ryan, to spend, you know, a good oh. half hour, 45 minutes, an hour just perusing and looking through all the great collectible items um, that each of these uh, vendors have brought in today. Yeah, I mean, and, and tr going back, I, there's one guy in the corner that's got nothing but, like, 1960s baseball cards. You know, so, like, people have little niche things are in. Then, of course, there's the guy uh, right up front uh, on the other side of the wall where we are. He's just got all the modern stuff. Brand new boxes, you know, and some of them are cheap. They're 30 bucks. Some of them are they're really expensive ones at 150 a box. Um, so you can try to, you know, buy those and, and get lucky, you know, pull a hit, as they say. You know, you get, you get one of those great chase cards that's worth that's on a dough. And something else I should mention, you know, we talked about the sports stars. We have one celebrity here that's a non-sports star, although he stars in a quasi-sports movie. Martin uh, Cove will be here today. He's the bad guy from Karate Kid. And, oh, okay. And currently stars on Cobra Kai, which yep. is, of course, uh, one of those, I can't remember if it's Netflix or who. I think it's Netflix, yeah. yeah. So they're streaming, and they're in like sixth season or whatever it is. And I saw him last night when he walked into the building. Uh, Brian from the Legend of Stars was walking him up to check him into his hotel room. And he was just talking to everybody, yeah. just a real gregarious guy, just really fun to see him. So uh, if, you're a, if you're a Karate Kid fan, and you're looking to get something signed, and you're, you're anything Cobra Kai, I guess, uh, he'll be here. So you can, you can meet him as well. He'll be appearing from 2 to 3 this afternoon. Plenty of time to get here. And uh, we got a fight on today, too. we got Tyson Fury's on today yeah, at 2 yeah. p.m. Uh, on ESPN+, Plus, which I'm sure uh, we've got TVs here. We've got college football today. All day. So you're not going to miss out on your college football fix, your betting fix. You can do everything you need to do right here while you're on the floor checking out whatever all these great vendors have and, you know, get an opportunity to meet some of your favorite legends and stars like Ray Bork. Larry Center is another former Buffalo Bill that will be here today as well from 12 to 1. So a lot of great legends, a lot of great stars. You can come say hi to me. Uh, and uh, Ryan will be here as well. Ryan, I'll let you go back to your to your booth, but thank I'm gonna you. I'm gonna need <laughs> you to come back at a couple of points here to get some updates. But uh, enjoy, yeah. my friend, and thanks for having us here. We uh, we always love being here for the Legends of Stars. Absolutely, Nate. Thanks so much for being here. Awesome, my friend. All right, Ryan has an hour there live from here at Batavia Downs at the Legends in Sports Expo and uh, Legends of Star Sports Expo. That is, I want to you know we I, I mentioned uh, off the top there that you know this is my first sports talk Saturday back in a while. We'll have Aaron Quinn of Cover One. He's going to join me at 11:30. We're going to talk some Bills um, and then Matt Perino. At as well from Syracuse.com. He'll join me as well at uh, 12.30. So I've got some guests as I normally do on a Saturday morning and into the afternoon. But I wanted to get started with a recent report from ESPN's Jer Jeremy Fowler, who reported today that two AFC East names worth watching during the trade deadline. And he mentions um, Josh Uche, who is the uh, edge rusher for the New England Patriots. But the first guy he mentions as a guy to look as a potential trade target out of the AFC East with the trade deadline looming, Bill's second-year corner, Kyer Elam. And uh, I Went to the game on Thursday night as a spectator. It was great. I haven't been to a game and got to sit with my dad. That was fun. Um, and during pregame, hearing that there was a surprise, uh, a surprise inactive, a healthy scratch for that game, my mind immediately went to Bill's corner, Kyer Elam. And, and listen, you know, at, at this point, it's, it's hard to sort of overstate the failure that has been that pick, you know, obviously trading up last year in the first round to select Kyer Elam out of Florida, uh, a lot of expectations, a lot of this is going to be the number two corner on the other side of Tredavious White for the next who knows how long. And obviously 
you know, Tredavious goes down with the Achilles injury this year, which it's, it's hard to predict uh, an injury like that happening. And you were hoping that Kyrie Lim was going to get a chance to step up um, and sort of take that spot moving forward. And, um, you know, he was, starts the season on the inactive list and, and doesn't even get a game day jersey with Tredavious White, Dane Jackson, and, of course, Christian Benford, who, by the way, played a heck of a game on Thursday night, maybe his best game as a pro. So overall, the level of disappointment uh, can't really be overstated that a guy you traded assets up to get in the first round, um, A, can't make the game day roster when your top corner is out for the season, and you have Josh Norman. And this is, this is not a shot at Josh Norman. Josh Norman's got a great career. He, whenever he decides to hang it up, uh, people will remember the name Josh Norman for the things he was able to do with Sean McDermott in Carolina. But let's be honest here. This is a 35, 34-year-old corner, a street-free agent a couple of weeks ago, walks in, and two weeks after getting acclimated with the team, is starting, or not starting, but in the lineup over Kyer Elam. Uh, that, that, to me, is a, is a huge, huge failure on behalf of the franchise. And, and we'll talk more about this with, uh, with Matt Perino as well, who, who is a beat reporter for the team and, and has been in the locker room and, and kind of understands the dynamics there. And, and here's what his teammates have to say about him. And here's how this coaching staff talks about him. So we'll, we'll talk about that with, with Matt Perino, obviously, at, new, at 12.30. But we'll, we'll talk a little bit about this, too, with, with my man Aaron Quinn. I just, to me, it is an absolute failure on, on behalf of this organization that they have not been able to at least get him to the point where he's able to be a game day roster spotted guy like he, he's and what you could expect for him to, to get on the open market is it, it, tough to know uh, you know and, and this is again just a report from Jeremy Fowler uh, just as a name to watch that both players have Gardner trade interest what that means what kind of potential return you're looking at um, I think are all really interesting topics of discussion again that we'll talk with Aaron Quinn at 1130 and Matt Perino at 1230 as well but um, it, it, it's it, it's been a remarkable sort of turbulent start to the season for this defense um, you know coming in in week one uh, looking like maybe they could be one of the more dominant defensive units in the league. Leonard Floyd looked like such a great free agent pickup for them. You were kind of waiting and biding your time for Von Miller to get back from injury, who hasn't really quite hit his stride yet. I still think he's sort of working through trusting that knee and um, feeling like himself again. So, you know, they're, they're kind of easing him back into He played six snaps two weeks ago, but was a larger part of the game plan last week, which was good to see. Um, obviously, we were Everyone was sort of hoping to see that next step from, from Gregory Rousseau, which I think we've seen. Um, may not really reflect in the sack numbers, but has been, a, I think, a constant on this Bills defensive line. And then, you know, you look at the other side, Christian Benford, his first full season as a starter. Now that, you know, it, it was very obvious he was going to take the starting position. I think he's really coming into his own now. you got the safeties, both Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde back healthy. And then, you know, we get the injury in the, in the Dolphins game. And back-to-back weeks, you get the Dolphins where – the defense puts on an absolute clinic, puts together the blueprint on how to slow down what was at the time the, league, the league's best offense and, and no one was really able to slow them down. The Bills hold them to 20 points and, you know, whatever, however long was left in that game, a couple of minutes left in the fourth quarter, you know, um, Tredavious White goes down with a non-contact leg injury and it's later revealed that he tears his Achilles tendon and is out for the season. Then in, in London, obviously, the, the Bills lose in the first quarter on the third play of the game on third down and of course ironically on a play that Daquan Jones just absolutely blows the play up and makes a great play and gets a stop on third down to force a punt tears his pectoral muscle out for the season the next drive Matt Milano breaks his leg presumably out for the season both at least are on IR with the, with the opportunity to maybe be reactivated towards the end of the season but 
you know, just with all of what I think the hopes and dreams were for this defense, both internally and externally by the fan base, and I think what this team thought they had in, um, at least in, in my opinion, at least what they thought they had uh, going into the season at the on the defensive side of the ball. It, it's got to be disappointing if you're Sean McDermott, if you're Brandon Bean, but like I think this is your opportunity to try to develop this guy. You know, you, you weren't going to necessarily rely on Kyer Elam with Christian Benford taking the number two corner spot and Tredavious White starting the season looking to make his sort of return back to greatness. And Tredavious White goes down, Dane Jackson goes down, and, and in that London game you have Kyer Elam starting on the other side of Christian Benford, both, by the way, 2022 draft picks. Um, it, it's surprising to me to see that this franchise has not been able to figure out a way to, to get the most out of him. It, it's something... There is something to be said. It's it, To me, it's always been a little weird, the narrative and the conversations and the tone in which these coaches, whether it was Leslie Frazier last year, whether it's this year a couple of times um, after the, the disappointing loss in London, uh, hearing Sean McDermott, I think, speaking in a tone that was a little, to me, critical of Kyrie Elam and his play in that game as, as sort of hasn't been a guy that's been in the lineup and was thrusted in the starting lineup. And, you know, there was certainly no excuses on the side of Sean McDermott for the struggles of Kyrie Elam in that game covering what is one of the league's better route runners in Calvin Ridley. But, yeah, it's, it's quite a conversation. I'm sure this won't be the last time that we hear Kyrie Elam's name in coming up in these conversations and trade talks as the trade deadline approaches next week. And, you know, whether the Bills use Kyrie Elam to flip to go and get another player or flip to just get draft capital, um, I would think the Bills, if they're, if they're going to be trading a former first-round pick, they're going to be looking for a player in return, whether that's somebody on the defensive side of the ball, whether um, that's them looking to add to the wide receiver room, which, you know, after Thursday night, I think a lot of the conversations and concerns around whether this wide receiver group would, would, would be able uh, to sort of fill in the gaps with, um, you know, Dawson knocks out now with injury, uh, was placed on IR this week with a wrist injury and, and wrist surgery. And, you know, obviously Khalil Shakir, who, again, Aaron Quinn, when we have him on 1130, has sort of been pounding the drum for Khalil Shakir, really dating back to the offseason, thinking this was the guy that was going to take the next step. And, you know, it would have been kind of quiet as this team runs 12 personnel, the third highest rate in the league. Um, and obviously now with Dawson Knox injured, they really transition back to the 11 personnel that we've sort of come to know from this team, the identity of this offense since Sean, uh, since um, – uh, Josh Allen has taken over as the starting quarterback. 11 personnel has sort of been their, their personal identity. And going back to that and seeing Khalil Shakir go for 6 for 92, seeing you know Gabriel Davis have the type of game where it wasn't just a guy that they were relying to get down the field on those 50-50 jump balls or sideline balls, but he was running shorter routes, um, you know, giving Josh Allen some options. And obviously the, the evolution of, of Dalton Kincaid over the last two weeks, 13 catches over 100 yards and a touchdown the last two weeks and really kind of coming of age um, his rookie season. And, and obviously a lot of the conversation about Dalton Kincaid is, you know, can he and Dawson Knox coexist on the field at the same time? And now Knox out with injury, you know, he gets out there and, and on all 40 plays that he runs, he runs a route on. So he is clearly a large part of this passing offense. So you've got Shakir, you've got, and obviously you have Stephon Diggs, who is having a career year right now for this Bills team. Another nine catch game um, on Thursday night for 70 yards. And, and it's a guy right now that is pacing towards historic records um, for this Bills franchise, but for him himself, um, who, you know, is one of the best, if not the best wide receiver in football right there with Justin Jefferson and, and Tyree Kill, in my opinion. And, you know, I think for me, 
I don't know that you want to necessarily tinker with the wide receiver room right now. I think if you asked me two weeks ago, you know, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, you know, Hunter Renfro, I think both guys would, would make sense for this team. But I think where they are right now, I, I think you kind of like where, what you have um, in your wide receiver room. And that goes without saying that you also have Deontay Hardy, a guy that they'd paid in the offseason. Well, I would like them to see get a little bit more playing time and, and some more manufactured touches in this offense because I think he's a guy that is maybe their twitchiest athlete on the roster. And you can sort of see it when he gets in, the, in punt returns and obviously a couple of those called back on penalties on Thursday night. But he makes that play two weeks ago in that Patriots game where he takes a little dump-off pass, makes one move, makes a guy miss. And I think for me, he's the, he's the twitchiest, he's the quickest athlete you have in the team, and I'd like to see more manufactured runs. So a, as I say this, I just named five or six pass catchers on this team that are playing good football. So, again, I think if you asked me a couple of weeks ago, um, you know, is the right move for this franchise to make um, going out there and, um, and, and, and making a move for a receiver, I would tell you that was probably my primary focus was going out there and, and making a move for a wide receiver. The problem now for me is I think you've got numbers and I think you've got bodies that you don't necessarily want to push down the lineup. So if that's the case and you don't want to push a guy like Khalil Shakir down the lineup, you don't want to push a guy like Deontay Hardy down the lineup, then what do you do? And, and I think for me, the, maybe the focus goes back to this interior part of the defensive line, which going into the season I think you felt very good about. Daquan Jones obviously starts the year playing like an absolute all-pro. I mean, if you look at the advanced analytics on Daquan Jones, he was playing the best football of any one technique in the league. He gets injured. Obviously, you missed uh, Ed Oliver two weeks ago against the New England Patriots. In that, you felt the presence or lack thereof of Ed Oliver. He misses that game, and, and I thought the, the Patriots were really able to have their way with this Bills defensive line. And he comes back last week in a limited capacity, um, but but looks the part. I mean, Ed Oliver right now is probably this team's best interior I mean, not probably. He is their best interior defensive line with uh, defensive lineman without Daquan Jones in the lineup, but you know, Tim Settle and, and Puna Ford, who, who has, I think, been putting some good reps on film the last couple of weeks, especially in the run game. Um, maybe interior defensive line makes sense for a move for the Bills. Maybe adding a corner. If you're going to trade Kyer Elam, um, I don't love the depth you have behind Dane Jackson and, and, and Christian Benford if one of those guys were to get injured. And, and I think you sort of have to assume at this point with the injuries this Bills defense has taken that you know you, you don't necessarily want to deplete your depth. And I think getting rid of Kyer Elam puts you in a very difficult squeeze at the cornerback position if you sustain another injury. So I don't love the idea of trading Kyer Elam. He's got three years left on his deal. Unless, unless there is something personal here that I'm missing, because it does feel like this, like like he's done something. It, I don't, I don't know. Like I, it's hard for me to even speculate. But if they're going to trade and and potentially sacrifice the depth at one of the most important positions on their defense that they're already sort of lacking that depth in, um, I just have to wonder what it is Kyrie Elam did to put himself in this kind of doghouse where they would rather hurt their own you know, sort of long-term depth play at the cornerback position by just cutting bait and getting rid of him. And, and what they ultimately get for Kyrie Lim will also be telling, too. If they, you know, move Kyrie Lim for a seventh-round pick or a sixth-round pick, that's the Bills just cutting bait and getting rid of him. So um, a lot to be made over the next week or so as the trade deadline nears. We're going to take a timeout here. I'm Nate Geary. I'm live from the Legends and Stars Sports Expo at Batavia Downs here in Batavia right off the 90. Um, we'll have Aaron Quinn of Cover One joining me next to talk Bills. We'll talk higher Elam. We'll preview this week's game, Sunday Night Football, Bills at Bengals. It should be a doozy. So keep continue listening here on Sports Talk Saturday Live from Batavia Downs here on WGR.
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.